Well, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 257 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. How the hell are you guys doing today? It is Thursday. I'm reasonably sure it's Thursday. Um, January 7th, 2021. Um, hopefully we're going to have a good show. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, how'd you guys' day go? Uh, mine was pretty much uneventful, uh, being the unemployed person that I am. Uh, uh, the most effort I put in today was into the day was doing some deadlifts earlier. Yay. Uh, I'm still happy with myself about it because once again, I was able to do, uh, uh, exercise in the late morning, early afternoon instead of first thing in the morning. And I'm liking that quite a bit better. Uh, I'm taking the risk of uh, losing motivation and skipping our workout that way. But so far I've been, I've had the, uh, uh, motivation to, to not do that. So, uh, and it's quite a bit better workout actually. <laughs> As you guys know, normally I just start working out as soon as I get up in the morning. Literally get up, go to the bathroom, poop, <laughs> get out of the bathroom, go work out. Um, and it's something I have to do to get my workouts in before my job. Uh, but right now, no jobby, so no hurry. Uh, and man, it's such a better workout. I noticed that yesterday when I was doing the chest and arms workout. Uh, not not watching the clock at all, not rushing things, and not going, oh, geez, I hope I'm going to have time to get all these sets in. Uh, so it's, uh, it's a lot better way. Uh, I see the OG armies forming up in the chat box. Always glad to have you guys along for the ride. Uh, you know, the routine, uh, call in to talk about anything I'm talking about or call in to talk about anything you want to talk about. I don't mind. I'm not picky about the topic. I just enjoy the sound of my own voice. So as long as you guys give me something to talk about, I'm more than happy. Uh, if you don't want to call in, you can, uh, type stuff down in the chat box and I'll try to respond to it. Uh, my success rate is not that great, so please forgive me if I miss your shit, but uh, I'm certainly going to try. Um, how about you guys? You got anything you want me to talk about before I delve into my gigantic bag of topics and interesting things? Huh? Okay. <laughs> we will. Okay, well, in that case, we're going to have to endeavor, endeavor to uh, uh, find things to talk about. Well, uh, here's one to talk about. Uh, have you guys got your stimulus check yet? Uh, apparently, I'm not going to get mine. <laughs> I uh, looked it up today. Apparently, there's a uh, website uh, from the government that uh, lets you know about it. And my payment was payment status two, which is not a great thing. Apparently, pa uh, payment status two not available means that, uh, let me read it to you. Oh, let's see. Uh the IRS published a statement on the status of stimulus checks. It said, if GMP shows payment status two not available, then you will not receive a second economic impact payment. Instead, you need to claim recovery rebate credit on your 2020 tax return. The IRS says to file their 2020 tax return electronically and claim the recovery rebate credit on their tax return to get their payment and any refund as quickly as possible. I... I am reading that to mean that I assume that whatever my tax return or tax bill will be $600 more in my favor uh, for both me and my wife. I assume that's what that means. I have no clue, by the way, why I would be in that particular status. Um, I know plenty of other people that are exactly the same as me. I mean, I got the first one, so it's, it's not like anything's changed between payment number one and payment number two. But regardless, uh, apparently that's what's going to happen. I just feel lucky enough to that I don't um, 
need $600 right now. $600 would be nice, but $600 isn't going to make or break me. And since my current worries revolve around my taxes, it's actually not that harmful that the money, if it's going to come back to me at tax time, it's not the worst time it could come back to me. Uh, assuming I read all that uh, article correctly and understood it correctly. So if anyone thinks I got that wrong, feel free to call in and let me know. Yeah. <laughs> Gerald said J balls isn't getting that new Oculus game, uh, which I play every once in a while. Um, I will admit the, the most impressive thing about it is the porn. <laughs> uh, but the, but the games are cool too. It's disorientating at times. Uh, and, uh, I found that, uh, I don't really have a big enough space for some of it. And also that the cord, I don't think is really as long as it should be, uh, for some of the games like, for instance, for the space that I have, the cord is long enough, uh, but they keep on telling me that while my space is above the minimum re uh, required to play most of these games, it's below the recommended for a lot of them, a lot of the games that were uh, advertised using large environments. So that being the case, if my environment was large enough, you know, to satisfy the requirements that they're throwing at me, the cord wouldn't be long enough. So I don't really know how they have that set up that way. Uh, but I don't play it a ton, so it's not a big deal. You know, don't tell my wife. <laughs> I tell her that I love it. Uh, personally, I'm like, eh, it's cool, but I wouldn't have spent the money on it. <clears throat> Excuse me, I wouldn't have spent the money on it. It's not that it's ridiculously uh, expensive. I think it was like $300. So it's not the end of the world either way. And as I said, the porn's pretty good. <laughs> oh... Anything happened interesting in the news today? I didn't really look at it. Uh, I don't care about the politics stuff. Although I will say that one dude has absolutely ruined bison hats for everybody. No one can wear them now. Thanks, guy. Yeah, I, I had a big plan involving a bison hat in my near future, but now I can't do that. I guess I'll just have to wear like a, you know, a fedora or something. I don't know. Uh, do you guys wear hats? Anybody, any, are you guys hat people? I haven't been a hat person since I was a teenager and occasionally wore a baseball hat. I wasn't into it then that much either. Um, mostly because uh, my hair is so curly and poofy that what, what, after a certain length, if you put a, like a hat on it, it just poof out, poofs out around the edges of the hat or like really ridiculously looking. Um, so I've never been much of a hat guy. Uh, uh, I do want to one day uh, wear some of those, uh, I call them old people hats. I mean, like those are things like fedoras and the other five or six styles of hats that you see. Um, I call them old people hats because uh, only old people don't give a fuck enough of, enough to wear them. Because <laughs> so, that'd be the only way I'd be able to do it. Once I'm old old enough that I don't care what people think in any way, shape, or form, I'll be able to wear one of those hats. I tell people I don't care what I th what people think about me. Uh, but clearly I do because I want to wear one of those hats and I won't because I, I feel like I'll look silly wearing it. And if I didn't care what people thought at all, uh, obviously I wouldn't care if I look silly or not. So clearly I do. <laughs> How about you guys? I assume, you know, people say they don't care what other people think, but I think everybody cares what other people think to some degree or another. Right. Um, I think people's just the way people dress uh, is a pretty good indication of that. Because uh, there's tons of people out there that say they don't give a shit what people think, but they're still trying to dress nice and get the ladies and all that good stuff. So, yes, they do care. Hmm. Oh, what are you guys talking about in the chat box now? 
beanie every day it's canadian yeah what's a beanie uh that's i mean that's a is that a canadian term for a, a hat i mean or we were talking like an actual beanie hat i don't think i've ever seen wear one of those um we call them torques um well hey i don't i mean i know i know a beanie's a hat but i thought i thought it was referring to like you know something besides an actual beanie hat <laughs> to, oh to, okay i see what you're saying a torque okay yeah just like a knit cap that's why I call that. Um, yeah, I do. You do see a lot of those <laughs> in Canada. You see them up here too in the winter. But you guys wear them inside and such. That's a that's a stylish thing. Yeah, why not, right? Uh, but when I say hats, you know, think of like the the cat, the traditional old person hat, or uh, I don't know. You know what? Tanner, I've seen where wears one of those type of hats. I don't know what it's called, uh, but I've seen pictures of him wearing like an old person hat. Uh, he's pulling it off. But yeah, I don't remember what the name of the hat he was wearing was. Like a flat, Dragon Ops is like a flat cap. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd love to wear something like that. Um, I don't know. You know what? You guys got me thinking about it. Maybe I'll look through Amazon after the show and buy a hat. <laughs> I know that's a weird thing to get something about. But, you know, uh, while I'm sitting here talking with you guys about it and talking about how I don't wear one because, you know, I feel like I'd feel silly wearing it. Then I start thinking about some of the stuff I've willingly worn outside in public where people could see it. <laughs> and I realize that I'm being very inconsistent about my views because I've worn some pretty fucking weird shit uh, outside over the years. Um, one of my favorite being the, uh, speaking of hats, it's a knit hat that has like a knit beard to it too. So like you put it on, it's got like this long Rasta looking beard almost that comes halfway down your chest. Uh, but it's actually just like a face warmer. Um, I've wore that riding around on my tricycle. Uh, speaking of stuff that, okay, you know what? I honestly, there's no way that I can own a tricycle and claim that I care what people think. So I'm going to buy a hat motherfuckers. The only question is what kind I get now. So it's definitely going to happen. Uh, I've seen the error of my ways. What do you guys think? Dragon off. Do you go outside anymore? Jay? No, almost never. So, so uh, but I do go to places. So, you know, like I, I have to go to different stores and driving around. So I, I I could certainly wear a hat for that, right? Buy a hat with a tricycle on it. You mean like I printed on it? I could probably get something embroidered on it. My, my stepmom owns an embroidery business. Um, so I get an embroidered tricycle. Now, um, now there are hats that I know that I'm not going to do. Wow, I'm starting to get a hell of a headache. Hold on a second. One second. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Go away, headache. I'm busy. You can't be a headache right now. Ah, fuck. Ooh-wee. <laughs> if this is the big one, I'll let you guys know here in a second when I keel over. Ow, fuck. Ooh, okay. Anyways, that sucks. Uh, like, I know there's hats that I won't be wearing. Like, I can't do a cowboy hat. I just can't do it. Uh, some people can pull it off, but for me, I, I don't think it would look right. Um, and I don't think I want to go for a regular, uh, for a fedora. Just because fedora is one of those hats that, like, you know, the neckbeards like to wear. Um, I don't want to be thrown in with that bunch. So um, maybe I'll post a thread on the OG asking uh, for hat advice and then ignore all of that advice enti entirely and then go out and buy, buy some weird hat and wear that instead. That'd be really fun. That'll piss them off, right? <laughs> uh, 
get a t-shirt of you riding the tricycle and the Chewbacca suit wearing the base. I you know what I don't think the Chewbacca suit's any good. I haven't I haven't pulled it out in a while, but it was sitting underneath the stairs, uh, which meant without us realizing it. And then the box, the top of the box got opened without us realizing it. So it's been getting like dirt and stuff, you know, knocked down on top of it. So I'd have to shake that all out and hope it was okay. Plus, as I mentioned, I had a flood down there a couple of years ago and I don't know if it was involved or not. And I don't have the heart to check it because <laughs> whatever it is, the damage done. One of these days, I'm going to pull it out of the box and see if it's still worth saving. Uh, the mask itself is garbage. I mean, not from anything that's been done to it. It's garbage to start off with. I told you guys before. But the uh, suit, while being kind of thin in spots, was not horrible. It, it would make a good costume for something else. Uh, I've thought several times about buying like a uh, werewolf uh, mask if I can find one the same color fur as the Chewbacca mask. I'm sure they're out there. Um, and then, you know, then have a werewolf costume instead because... Yeah, uh, as I mentioned, you know, the, the, the mask for Chewbacca blows. I wouldn't recommend it for anybody at all. It, kind of, it was a big disappointment, especially considering, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> what do you expect for like a, I think it was $300 or $330. Uh, the OG paid for about 150 of it. And I paid the other 180 because I felt bad about people donating to the cause. <laughs> so uh, then when it came in, it, it wasn't awesome. It was actually the second one that, uh, that they sent me. The first one they sent me, the... Uh, uh, mask had been damaged in shipping like they'd folded it in a weird way and no matter what you could do what you what you would do it wouldn't unfold from that weird way so it wouldn't hang right at all the second one wasn't damaged it was just it was just so tremendously large that you couldn't really wear it as a mask it wasn't uh, feasible i mean i i patchwork did what i could by shoving like wadded up newspaper up into the sides trying to get it to hold a spot hold its you know shape in place uh but it was shitty at best Oh, let's see. Also, let's see. Uh, do You'll probably need to shave, Jay. Uh, you mean for a hat? <laughs> my hair is getting a little bit poofy, but it's not that long yet. So I'm not sure about that. I don't want to shave. I like my beard. Learning Uggs just says, just get a Detroit Tigers fitting and call it a day. I don't like baseball caps, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't think they look stylish. If I'm going to wear, if I'm going to wear a hat, because I want to feel stylish and not care what people think. So I don't, you know, it's not gonna be a baseball hat. Um, also, did anywhere in Detroit have actual actual tigers at any point? Learning to exact. Well, the answer to that is yes and no. Um, as far as I know, tigers were never native to the Michigan region. However, one person kind of accidentally let one loose into the uh, old abandoned Packard plant at one point. That was a fun time. Uh, uh, they were they were shooting for some video uh, illegally, by the way, because they uh, they don't give out permission to shoot in the Packer plant, or at least they didn't back then. Who knows what the new owners are doing with it? Uh, and this guy thought it would be a good idea just to bring a tiger to the Packer plant and let it out. And uh, it took him a little bit to get it back. <laughs> so at one point, if you were doing some urban exploring in the Packer plant, you could have been in for quite the surprise. And they got pictures of it, like in a stairwell in one of the buildings and all that good stuff. So, uh, yes, yes, you could have seen a, a tiger in Detroit. Um, you also could have saw I don't know, a serval or something like that. Uh, a couple few years ago, it looked like about a 40 or 50 pound cat got loose in Detroit, had really long legs. It looked like one of some sort of one of the African wildcats. Um, and I think it lasted three days before someone before someone killed it. So yeah, don't don't let your exotic animal loose in Detroit. It might not fare that well.
Oh, to not be a neck beard, you need to shave, Gerald says. Well, yeah, I do shave my neck. <laughs> I, I keep the, uh, my neck clean. I only have a beard on my uh, you know, on my face and chin. I don't, uh, a neck beard would be gross. Let's see, Littlefinger says, on April 28th, 19, uh, 1896, they played their first Western League game in the new park, defeating the Columbus Senators. By this time, the team was often referred to as the Tigers. They originally got their name from a military unit called the Detroit Light Guard, which which was nicknamed the Tigers. Oh, interesting. So uh, I learned something today. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Sly City heard the co the cowboy hat thing. I knew when I mentioned cowboy hats, I was going to get your attention, Sly. So yeah, uh, no, nothing wrong with them. Just not my thing. I think I'm going to go with a flat build hat or some shit like that. I don't know yet. Um, we, we will see. I'm going to definitely need you, need you guys' help because I can't do anything on my own. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, what else you guys got to talk about today? Uh, as far as my workouts go, today was deadlift day. Uh, so it was a short day because I have to say, you know, uh, I did try to do five sets of five with regular deadlift uh, with, with a hex bar. Um, didn't accomplish that. I did five sets, but they declined in how many until set five was just one set. <clears throat> so I was going to do five sets with the uh, raised handles. Uh, cause if you're not familiar with your hex bar, uh, in addition to having the regular handles that are at the same level as any other grip on a, a bar would be, uh, on the other side, they have like a set of raised up grips. So like it lowers, so it raises up, uh, the grip spot by about mm, three inches or so. Um, and normally I do some of those afterwards to, you know, to, to exhaust myself more because they're easier. So after you're done doing regular ones, you can kick out some of those. I couldn't kick out any of those. <laughs> so I, I was done. It was a pretty short workout. Uh, later on, I realized I should have did some uh, shoulder shrugs with the, uh, the hex bar because obviously it's, a, it's good for that as well. But I was kind of just frustrated and done. <laughs> Tomorrow's rest day, so at least I don't have any guilt. Never have to worry about that. Although supposedly I'm supposed to do cardio on my rest days. I'm not big on that, to be honest with you. How about you guys? Do you guys do cardio on your rest days? No? Yeah. Some of you guys are, like, hardcore to that shit. Like, uh, uh, fucking who was it talking? Who was it talking about doing jump rope and then their, and then their workout and then this and then that, you know? Uh, I like to say that uh, I'm dedicated to working out, but not that much at all. The little finger's a trap bar. Yeah, it's, it's called a trap bar or a hex bar, depending on, uh, you know, your preference. And for those that aren't familiar with the term at all, basically, instead of having a, one single bar with weights on either end, you have like a series of bars that make like a hexagon uh, shape, then with a, um, a bar, a shortened bar on either end of the hexagon shape, uh, the weights go on the shortened bar on either end of the hexagon shape, you step in, inside the hexagon, um, and then you r r lift... Uh, on grips on either side of you instead of uh, grips on in front of you, how a traditional bar would be. And because you're gripping to either side, you're able to lift it up with more of an up straight up motion without having to get it past your knees. And for a lot of people, they may it, it feel safer um, on your back than doing a traditional deadlift. It's easier to keep form uh, and uh, avoid hurting yourself. So I, I like them quite a bit. They're great. Um, uh, especially for us older folk that really shouldn't be doing heavy weights anymore. Uh, it's, it's a good, good tour tool. And I don't do a lot of weight. I'm weak. Um, I wasn't even, 
that strong before I got sick and I haven't recovered to that point yet. So we'll see. I'm probably too old to ever get truly strong at it, but I think is doing uh, deadlifts at least at a lower weight is a good idea because um, it exercises your back. And if you're doing it safely, uh, a strong back is your friend. Uh, yeah, everyone who has back issues, um, that boils down to ha- them having a weakness in, a, in, in part of their back. And some of them, some people, of course, there's nothing you can do about it. You already fucked your back up. So for my advice, saying uh, do deadlifts is not for you. Um, but to anybody who can do deadlifts without hurting themselves, it's a great idea to do so. Just, just do it lightweight. You know, you don't have to like load up four or five or 600 pounds to do your deadlifts. Do 50 pound deadlifts, do hundred pound deadlifts, do 200 pound deadlifts. Don't, you know, you don't need to do ridiculous amounts, you know, um, just enough to, you know, to keep the back ha- happy. There you go. And there's, there's my shitty advice to you. <laughs> uh, so feel free to call in any guys, but by, by the way, um, I don't really have much of a theme today to what we were talking about. Uh, I do have something else. Okay. What do you guys think about this one? Um, this is mostly for the nerdy people. Uh, have you guys seen uh, that, that the guy that played Cyborg on the DC movies is basically uh, uh, leading a crusade against Josh Whedon um, to the point where he's actually blacklisted himself from DC movies saying uh, that he won't work with the head of uh, the DC movie division for uh, Sony or Fox or whatever that shit is because uh, he said that the, the guy... Uh, condone Josh Whedon's action, actions and then come down on him and, and it, it called him an enabler basically. And, uh, which is interesting. And I got to give the guy credit for, um, holding to his beliefs basically where, when he's, uh, they already had roles written for him and a whole cyborg movie that was supposed to come out that, uh, was going to be his, you would assume, uh, they've already written him out of the flash movie. He had a cameo in that and they've, They've written them out and they're not going to recast the, the role. They're just not going to use it. Um, my issue that I have with all of this, and don't get me wrong, once everything comes out, I might be you know, uh, eating crow 100%, but uh, he won't tell us what the fucking problem is. He, This all started where, first off, he put out a public retraction of a tweet he'd made saying how awesome Josh Whedon is. Uh, um, and then he posted another tweet saying, uh, alleging Whedon had engaged in gross, abusive, unprofessional, and completely unacceptable behavior during the uh, Justice League reshoots. Um, and he explains his lack of specific details regarding his uh, accusation with, I am still very much under contract and I'm still very much under non-disclosure agreement. So I've got to be very careful about what I say and how I say it. Otherwise, I can get sued into oblivion. Um, I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I accept that. I don't know that, if that's a good thing. Uh, first off, I don't think a non-disclosure agreement would cover something like that, honestly. Because uh, he's already dancing around and uh, and making accusations in the first place. I think if a non-disclosure agreement uh, um, covered that, you, you he couldn't say what he's already said. So he, either he's already in violation of a non-disclosure agreement or he's full of shit. Uh, and my problem being, he, 
we don't know if he's full of shit. He is fucking up someone's career because trust me, this is fucking up Josh Whedon's career uh, without producing, not even that, without even producing any evidence, without even producing any information about, about what the actual fucking problem was. He just said it was gross, unacceptable, unprofessional behavior. What gross behavior? What an unacceptable behavior? Was it going around offering to suck people's dicks all day? Um, did you did you not like the, the way he talked to craft services? I mean, there's a wide range of shit that this could be. And some of it would obviously be perfectly acceptable to be something that ruins someone's career over. And some of it would clearly not be. And I don't like the, uh, the fact that no one knows what this guy's fucking problem is. Yeah. Uh, do you guys think that's fair? Do you think it's fair to like fuck up someone's career when you're not even required to go into the specifics of why you have a problem with them? Basically, all he said was, yeah, I don't like the way this guy ran ran the, the, the set when he was doing these reshoots, and I don't think it was professional. And that's it. That's that's his entire statement. Uh, I don't know. And don't get me wrong. I don't give a shit about Josh Whedon one, one way or another. And apparently there is a, a uh, history of people uh, not liking how he uh, acts or or things like that and there are hints of it being something of the feminist nature because uh he's been accused of like uh, of um having a feminist persona without actually being one like uh uh accepting it as part of his brand so to speak so i but i and i have no clue if that has anything to do with what the people are unhappy with him about it just seems like such a weird situation Gerald asked me if I've ever signed an NDA. No, uh, -uh that's why it's confusing to me. I, uh, that's why, um, of course, I don't know anything for sure. But I had went under the assumption that if you were under a non-disclosure agreement, you couldn't have said the type of things that he said to start off with. You know, like uh, I think a non-disclosure agreement would prevent him from saying that. Yeah, Josh Whedon was completely unprofessional, gross, and you know, unacceptable conduct. Well, is, aren't you now? Aren't you just the uh, you know, uh, breaching your non uh, disclosure agreement or no. And so if he can say that, but why can't he say, yeah, uh, Josh Whedon's gross behavior when he was grabbing all the women's asses uh, was unacceptable. See that don't tell me the non disclosure agreement allowed you to say that he had unacceptable behavior, but not let you say what the unacceptable behavior was. I don't think it works like that. And of course, like I said, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and yeah, you're right, Gerald. Uh, uh, yeah, he very was not specific, which is fine. But he keeps on bringing it up in all these different situations and you know and railing on it. It's like, well, dude, either bring up a legal action so that you're allowed to speak about it, or stop talking about it one way or another. And obviously, my opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> so yeah, I saw that today, and I figured that'd be something to talk about. You guys feel any differently? Do you guys think, you know, that he should have the right to fuck up Whedon's uh, career without act, ever specifying what his actual problem is? No? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> All right. Let's see. What else we got to talk about today? Go over to the uh, other ground and see if they got interesting topics that aren't politics related. Uh, no, 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 not for, not really. <laughs> of course, it's going to be all politics after yesterday's shenanigans, um, which I don't really consider 
terrorists or protesters as much as they seem like cosplayers. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm going to say about any of that. Oh. And uh, obviously you guys are more than welcome to call in and talk about politics. I don't have much of an opinion, but if you want to call in and throw your shit out there, I don't mind. You know, I'll, I'll put you on. The juicer asks, is Dalton being a faggot really related to politics? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I will say that I I had no clue he was so very much political when I started doing the show with him, mostly because I don't follow politics, so I don't click on any of those threads. So the only thing I knew of him were from the weightlifting threads that uh, I'd seen him talking in. So I yeah, I knew he was a fairly good dude from there, uh, always willing to give advice and stuff. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I had no clue that he ended up being like a hard, hardcore political person. And I don't care what your political beliefs are. I, I just don't like extremists. And his, some of it, he seems pretty extreme in some uh, ways. So that's got to suck, man. I don't know. Uh, I, I understand being interested in politics and how it affects your life and all that good stuff. But the way some people care seems like detrimental to their happiness. Oh, I'm sure in his mind, he's perfectly logical and right about all of this stuff. Hmm. All right, let's see what else we got to talk about. I don't know. <laughs> I've thought, uh, I was thinking again about buying a gun again. Uh, I'm wavering on it one way or another. Now that I'm not going to get the $600 uh, stimulus thing until my taxes, I'm certainly going to wait on that kind of shit. Uh, to see what my financial situation is. But uh, it just kind of feels like I'm being uh, derelict of my own safety not to not have one. But I truly have no desire to have a gun. You know, um, in lots of ways, I think it'd probably be a good idea that I didn't have one because, uh, I don't know, I, I think I've got my road rage issues uh, um, under control. Uh, lots of swearing under my breath in the car, but no honking and waving my fist at people anymore. So... I don't think that's an issue. Um, and yeah, you know, whenever, I don't know, I, I try to imagine situations where I would need to have a concealed weapon to protect myself. And they're certainly out there, but they're so random and I don't want a gun. I don't want to carry a gun. I don't, to me, a perfect world would, would be one where people don't have guns. People are like, Oh, let's get rid of all the guns. I'm like, that's a great idea. I love that idea. That idea is never going to fucking work. <laughs> um, Cause you could make guns illegal tomorrow remove guns from every single person's uh um fucking you know prop every single registered gun there is and all that mean is that all the guns out there are unregistered uh you can't you can't get rid of the guns there are guns are already out there it's a fact it's an established thing we will always have guns because you can't control the world all at once even if you can control this country completely to get rid of all guns well then now just the rest of the world has guns and you don't um so that being the case, I understand why people want to have guns. Uh, and that's why I kind of want to have one myself. It's just not my thing, though. Uh, if you guys hadn't guessed from the name Passive J, I'm not a aggressive dude. <laughs> like, you know, I don't, uh, I've never really thought about going to the gun range and popping off a couple rounds. I don't hunt. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, I don't know. But it, more and more every day, it feels like I'm being derelict of both duty to myself and my wife to not have some sort of firearm uh, at hand. Uh, and really when it comes right down to it, one of the reasons I'm hesitating at it, because it's not just having a gun. I feel like I kind of need a concealed weapon permit because I think it's reached a point 
uh, if you if I'm if I'm serious about it, I'm serious about it, and I should probably be carrying a gun on me when I leave the house. And there's lots of uh, and open carry is great, but open carry doesn't work in a lot of situations. Like technically, you're not supposed to have your gun like loaded in the car uh, unless you have a concealed weapon permit. Uh, if I understand the law correctly. So even if I, even if I had a, a gun, you know, uh, it wouldn't help me in a situation where I'm parked in, at a light and someone runs up on me and tries to carjack me or something. Cause it was, cause by law it would be like in its case in the trunk. So, so I, it's not, it's not like I could have it next to me or something like that. Now, if you have a concealed weapons license, I believe that's a different story. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I've hesitated at this entire thing because it seems like a big jump to go from I've never owned a pistol in my life and I don't think I've fired one since I was like 12 with my stepdad to yeah I've got a concealed weapons permit and I carry a nine with me at all times that's that's a pretty big jump uh and I don't think that's something I should jump all the way into so I've been hesitating on like you know taking the steps plus you know once I found out that I wasn't getting free money from the government to pay for my gun that's (laughs) it kind of colored my thoughts a little bit as well because you know uh it's i'm reluctant to spend money on something i truly don't want but i don't know so john oh hey john i see the john from the john devito show is here uh, he says he has three guns but he doesn't carry um do you have them for funsies i uh, do you or are they for like home protection uh like you know, like uh you know casual shooting um because all range shooting and things like that. Okay, I could see that. And people tell me that if I got into it, it might be something enjoyable for me. And that's entire and and that's entirely possible, I suppose. Um, but I want them to protect myself primarily. So I don't know. It, it shouldn't be the and the price point shouldn't be a uh, that much of a uh, stopper for me because if I want to understand, you can get decent pistols starting like the three or four hundred dollar range. So, um, that's, uh, which is not a ton of money. I, the ones I was looking at that I liked were in like the six or $700 range, but considering that I know nothing about guns at all, my, my liking them was based solely on the fact that they looked big enough for my big ass hands. Um, Jay, which ammo do you have for your shotgun? Um, I think it's buckshot. It's not birdshot. It's the bigger ones. I think, um, I could be wrong. I don't know. I'd have to go look at it. Um, but uh, one of the problems I have uh, w- if I want to go cheap for a pistol is all the, the cheaper pistols I saw in like the three or $400 range and even like the $500 range were fucking small. <laughs> I don't, you know, I like I, I looked at the size of their handles. I'm like, my big ass hand is not going to fit on that shit. Uh, for those that are unaware, I'm, I'm not a small person. I'm a somewhere between six, seven and seven foot, depending on which seven 11 I'm walking out of. Um, so I've got, I've got fairly big hands and, uh, like a lot of those pistols while they look cool, you know, uh, they're, I don't feel like I'd be able to handle them very well. Cause in addition to having big, big ass hands, I'm clumsy as fuck. So, <laughs> um, so it's, it, it definitely requires something with a large handle. Um, and most of those, most of the, the cheaper guns that you see, like in the three or four or even $500 range, do not have that big full size handle. Uh, they got like the smaller grips cause they're, a lot of them are meant for easy concealment at that, at that price point. Um, ah, six, four. Yeah. Yeah. You're a tall person too. Hey, welcome to the tall, tall person club. Anything over six, two or so you can, you start to encounter tall person problems that other people don't have. So, uh, 
I'm sure you've hit your head on many of a thing and cursed at ill-fitting clothing uh, over the years. Uh, so that's why I tell people, uh, I go, you know, it, it, unless you play for the NBA, being tall is really only good for like reaching the top shelf at the grocery store and, and watching concerts in person. Uh, other than that, it's a life of hitting your head on stuff, clothes not fitting well, uh, people making fun of you and, uh, not being able to drive tiny sports cars. So that could be worse. So I, I don't mind being tall. It's, it's who, it's who I am. I, it, I'd feel weird if I was short, I guess. Um, Learning Nug says, start packing a butter, a butcher knife until you're comfy enough to make the jump up to an Uzi. You're right. Maybe I should just start walking around with weapons and move my way up. Well, you know, don't start all the way at the top with something, right? You know, butcher knife might be an exaggeration. I should probably just carry a butter knife around for a week or two. Get used to the concept. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, baby steps. There you go. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be something I imagine. And and the irony of it is, is I had a handgun about two years ago that I sold. Uh, I, it was one of the few things I got from my stepdad, uh, when he, when he passed away. Uh, I can't remember what it was, uh, but the caliber on it was a weird one. And, uh, because of this, how that situation panned out and things I learned about my stepdad afterwards, I didn't want that gun. I didn't want any association with it. You know, uh, so I sold it. Um, and I feel better about that despite the fact that I'm going to be buying a pistol fairly soon. So, um, it, uh, I know it's an emotional thing, but, uh, that, that situation did not make me happy, uh, in lots of different ways. So I don't like having things around that remind me of it. And so I don't. So that's, that's a good way to, that's how I handle all of my problems. Someone once gave me this advice and, and I'll give it to you because I think it's really good advice. Um, first off, imagine like in your chest, like, or lower in your body, in your stomach, like a well, this is a really deep well. Okay. Now, whenever I have a problem, I take that problem and I punch it up and bunch it up and bunch it up until it's like this big, excuse me, this little round ball of a problem. And I take that little round ball and I shove it down the well and then the problem goes away. And over the years, I've done this many times, taking all my problems and squishing them, squishing them, squishing them, squishing them down the well. And it's worked perfectly. I don't have any mental issues at all. I'm happy in life. And I, and I recommend everybody to handle their mental issues just that way. So, you know, just push them down the well and forget about them. It, it won't guarantee there's not going to have any issues later on. What are we talking about? I'm sorry. It's kind of zoned out there for a second. Oh, yeah, I want a gun. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, people made jokes about you know, getting other things like an AK-47 or an AR-15. But God damn it, guys, you're just trying to get me to kill myself accidentally. <laughs> we we are going to start small. Um, I don't know. I mean, is there a, a caliber that I should be uh, trying to get? I know I've seen lots of people talking about not being able to get certain types of ammunition that there are uh, you know runs on them and they're having trouble keeping them in stock. Uh, but is there anything in particular I should look for? I see uh, John saying uh, nine millimeter. That is definitely one of the ones that they're having trouble keeping in stock. Because I, you know, I went looking the online in a couple of places. Um, PJ, you're way more likely to kill yourself on accident with a handgun than an AK-47. Let's be realistic. It's probably about equal. 
I'm so inept at it. They're probably equally because, you know, you know, goddamn well, I'd drop an AK-47 and it would go off. How the hell did I ever get in the military? I mean, granted, I wasn't in the military that long, but they gave me weapons to fire. <laughs> um, and it still amazes me to this day. Uh, I, well, I wouldn't, you know, obviously I didn't make it all the way through basic training. They kicked me out for a medical issue for having flat feet. Uh, but I attended all the basic training stuff, which was, you know, like the entire fire and rifles at targets and throwing grenades and stuff. I don't remember throwing a live grenade though. I don't think they did that anymore when, by the time we, uh, um, we're doing our shit. Cause, uh, I qualified in grenade. I got like my, still got my little, uh, badgy thing someplace. Um, and, and on rifle. But I think we just threw like a weight. I don't. I don't think they did the uh, uh, it go boom stuff anymore. And that was uh, 91, 92, somewhere around there. That's when I was in the army briefly, <laughs> uh, which was an experience. I was very bitter about that for many years about getting kicked out. Because uh, if you would have asked me if I wanted to get out of the army like two days after I joined, I would have been like, "Fuck yeah, this is a horrible idea." Uh, but by then I'd already done all the shit. I'd already done a, all, all the hard stuff, like the different PT tests and the different testing and, you know, all the different road marches and going out on, uh, in the field, uh, overnight several different times. And, you know, all that good stuff. I gotten pretty much all that done. The, what, what broke me was the, the, uh, the 20 K road march. It was 20 kilometers you know, where you're with like your full pack and all that good stuff. And, uh, uh I did it, but afterwards my feet hurt so goddamn bad. I thought I was going to die. Uh, and I was talking with one of my other, uh, recruits uh, and he said, dude, you should just go to the doctor. My feet were hurting really bad. Uh, he checked it out and he gave me these inserts to put in my boot. It's way so much better. I'm like, Oh, that's a great idea. So, um, I went and, uh, put in, I can't remember the name for it is you put in something to see the doctor, you know, in the, uh, um, in the morning. Cause if you don't go see the doctor in the morning, you're not going to go see the fucking doctor. I don't care if you broke your arm. Um, so you put that in and then, and then, you know, in the morning, instead of going to basic training they take, take you and all the other sick folk, uh, to the, uh, the clinic and have a doctor check you out. Um, so I, you know, I hung out for a while with all the different people and, uh, the doctor brought, you know, got put into a room. Doctor looked at my feet. He goes, damn. I'm like, what was that doctor? He goes, son, you're going home. I'm like, what was that? He goes, son, you've got the flattest seat feet I've ever seen in my life. He goes, uh, and I was like, uh, doctor, I don't want to go home. I'm graduating in like three days or something. It was actually, I think like four or five days or something like that. The date we still had to do, uh, a couple of the ceremonial test things like, you know, they're your, your parade skills and stuff like that. And then, uh, then after that, it was going to be like a couple days in graduation. So literally I want to say on under a week, um, but sure enough, he was right. I was going home <laughs> and they, they, uh, put that uh, paperwork through the fast track. And I think I left the day before or two days before graduation um, because uh, um, let's see. Yeah, it wasn't, that wasn't a lot of fun. So, but it, it made me bitter about it for a while. A uh, couple things you learn from the army is when, first off, when you join the army, they fly you to where your basic training is. If they kick you out of the army, you're riding a bus home, motherfucker. Uh, and since I lived in, was from Detroit and the, uh, place i was taking basic training was in oklahoma that was a four-day bus ride which also was interesting in its own way you you meet a lot of people when you're tri traveling the greyhound bus cross country um but that's possibly a different story uh so yeah i would have uh preferred to stay in the army at that point and the fact that they fast-tracked it so uh and then there's a reason why they fast-tracked it by the way uh here's something to, to know if they kick you out of the army after basic training uh for a medical reason 
they have to pay you for the rest of your life, uh, a percentage, depending on how disabled you are. Uh, like for example, um, my, uh, I could have parts of this wrong, but for, for example, one of my, uh, dad's friends, um, had some pretty severe brain damage in, in, uh, Vietnam. It wasn't during Vietnam. It was before or after or some shit like that. And he, uh, is kind of messed up for life. He's still, you know, you can still talk to him and have a conversation, but you can tell he's kind of weird. And they called him like 90% disabled. So he got like 90% of whatever his pay was for the rest of his life. Uh, I know somebody who had like, who fucked up one of their knees in, in the army. And, uh, like he can still walk, but he's got a limp for it and this, that, and the other. Uh, and they called him like 10% or 15% disabled. So he got like 15% of his pay for the rest of his life. And I could have some of that wrong, but I believe that's how it works. Um, so I assume that's why they fast tracked me through the entire, uh, uh, out, you know, leaving the army thing so that they would not have to pay me any kind of disability afterwards, which wouldn't have been that, that much. Obviously Uh flat feet can't be that much. We're talking like, you know, 5%. So they would have been, and let's see. God, back then, what did I make? Like $700 a month or something. I think that's what I made. Um, so literally we're talking about, you know, 35 or $70 a month. <laughs> so it's not like I was worried about that part of it, but, uh, that's, <laughs> I did think it was kind of funny that they were worried about it. Now, this is one of the things that bothered me the most. I will have to say, um, because I did not graduate from basic training, I was not allowed to keep any of my equipment, um, any of it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, none of the clothes, uh, at all. And I don't, when I say equipment, I don't, I didn't, it's not like I was mad that they didn't let me keep a canteen or some, some of the web gear or any of that shit like that. They wouldn't let me keep any of my clothes, not any, like not, none of the shirts or pants or anything like that. They wouldn't let me keep the boots. And that's the one that bothered me because Seriously speaking, what are they going to do with an, uh, a pair of eight week old 13 size, 13 boots? Really? They're not, they're going to throw them the fuck away. <laughs> and they were, they were like, no, no, you can't keep those. So I had to give them my boots back. Yeah. That's, that just pissed me off. Really? Uh, that's for the longest time. That I was like, man, I just wanted the fucking boots, you assholes. And of course, since I didn't uh, actually finish the training, I didn't get any of the, um, signing bonus stuff, which in my case was uh, like, I think a $5,000 signing bonus that I was going to use to pay off a, a, a trade school that I went to and not really learned that much. Um, so that didn't work out either. That's all right. So I ended up paying off my uh, trade school the uh, the traditional way by defaulting on it and have them take my uh, taxes for several years until it was paid off, um, which did wonderful things for my credit, but that's way in the past now. So it's not a big deal. <laughs> Still, I don't recommend that for how to pay off your uh, student loan probably wasn't the best for my credit at the time. <sighs> Speaking of credit, I am amazed by how easy it is to build up your credit nowadays. You know, uh, I did it the hard way by just like, you know, paying my bills and shit. Uh, but apparently like, um, my roommate uh, from a couple of years ago, uh, did it this way. And my wife just did this, uh, just getting one of those prepaid uh, cards and start paying on things and like doing it a certain way, like paying off every couple of weeks and this, that, and the other. Uh, and I've, apparently there's a couple of websites you can read on it. It's pretty easy to get your credit up to a reasonably high thing. All she did was like, you know, make some random purchases. And I think we put one bill under her credit card 
And all of a sudden she's like in the seven fifties or seven sixties. And, uh, that's pretty fucking good from somebody that, you know, uh, when I met her, her credit was so bad. She can, she couldn't even get like a traditional car loan. You know, she had to go to one of those shitty car loans where they give you a word. It's like an 18% fucking, you know, interest rate. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we're pretty happy about that. I did that because, um, realistically speaking, um, I'm not a super healthy person, as you guys know. And while I'm feeling great right now, I don't want to, my wife to be in a position, uh, if I die, yeah. <laughs> uh, cause when I told her to start doing this stuff, if I would die, she'd be in a fair amount of trouble. Don't get me wrong. She would get the house. Um, but not having any credit at all would make it very hard for her. You know, everything's under my name. I, I have, uh, I had the good credit. So that's, you know, well, the house was mine anyways, before, <laughs> before I met her, but everything's in my name because I'm the one with the credit. And I knew that, um, other than the house, she would be in a lot of trouble if I passed away with her having shitty credit. Like, you know, both the cars are in my name. And as long as the payments were made, they weren't going to, they wouldn't come and take her away from her. But if she had shitty credit, she might find herself not able to get another lease after the current one's over or not, maybe not be able to buy a car after, you know, or, or whatever. Um, so I told her, I was like, you need to go get a credit card and you need to start buying stuff. Uh, don't worry about our credit card and, and the travel points and all that good stuff. It's not going to be that much in the grand scheme of things. Just go start buying stuff. And that's what she did. And it worked really well. So um, I'm happy to report that uh, cre bad credit. It's not that as hard to fix as I thought it would be. <laughs> All right. We got 10 minutes left. Uh, I've managed to get through an entire show without anybody calling. You assholes. going to make me do it the hard way. That's fine. <laughs> you guys get anything you want me to talk about for the last 10 minutes or so? No. All right, let's see. Let's swing on over to the OG and see what they're talking about. I'm sure we can find something that's not a uh, political thing, right? Uh, Hollywood celebrities are so delusional. Yeah, we don't need to click on that thread. To, we'll just agree with it and move on. <laughs> I tell people, like, dude, don't listen to what celebrities say. You're going to ruin it for yourself, you know? I mean, realistically speaking, I don't want to know what any re anybody who entertains me for a living thinks about anything. Don't don't ruin it for me. <laughs> I mean, didn't we learn our lesson with Michael Jackson? Yeah, fucking you know uh, how how much is that legacy ruined by <laughs> by finding out the guys in the fucking kids? And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have prosecuted Michael Jackson and all that good stuff, but he's a good example of why if, when you learn too much about your uh, celebrities, it, it, it sucks. You know, um, so I don't want to know what my uh, celebrities political beliefs are about this or that. I don't give a shit, dude. Just entertain me. You know, if you're singing, if you're a singer, sing. If you're an actor, act. Don't tell me what you think of uh, Trump or Biden or all, all this good shit. You're just going to ruin it for me. So keep your thoughts to yourself. That should be the celebrity rule. Keep your thoughts to your fucking self. Just entertain us. Dance, fucking clown. See, I mean, you know, uh, if you guys notice, I don't really talk about my politics for several reasons. One, um, it's nobody's business but mine. Two, it's a bad idea for someone who's trying to uh, entertain the masses to automatically piss off half of them. Because no matter what I say, I'm going to piss off about half you guys. So why bring it up at all? Uh, three, truly, you guys shouldn't be interested in what my politics are. I'm just some idiot. You shouldn't care what, what, what I think about that kind of shit. Um, not to mention that I don't do a lot of 
research on it. So I don't feel like I could adequately debate people on the different points and such. Uh, and I don't want to put the effort into doing so. So that being the case, I'm not going to go into an argument uh, without the ammunition I need to win that argument. Uh, all those things combined make politics not a thing I really want to talk about. So, and uh, <laughs> Roxy, where do, Jay, where do you stand on abortion? As far away from it as I possibly can. Uh, it sounds gross and messy. Next question. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. We didn't do that today. You guys want, we, we're supposed to do this every day. Um, we're going to do uh, a segment every day uh, that, that I'm doing a show called uh, Jay Reads the Chat Box. So for just a minute or two, I will go ahead and read whatever you guys are posting in the chat box. Um, so go ahead and type some stuff that you want me to say, and I will be more than happy to do so. This worked great yesterday. We actually had people doing it. Wolfcastle wants me to say, now this is an exciting sidenet, sidenet. I'm probably going to say it wrong. The juicer says specifically, Slydog says, free homeboy 88. The juicer says, damn it. I think he didn't expect me to get specifically correct. <laughs> you guys got anything else? R.C. is the dirtiest cum gargling ass licker in all Fuckberry, Connecticut. <laughs> that was a fun one. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. You guys got any more before we move on to the next segment? I'm going to do that every day. And, I, and I'll be totally honest with you guys. I'm ripping off somebody else. There's a uh, dude that does, uh, uh, he, I think it's called Honest Trailers, where he does uh, honest trailers of different movies and such. Uh, but he's got a great movie voice. And at the end of his, uh, uh, end of each of his YouTube videos, uh, for like the last 30 seconds or so, he will just read random sentences that people tweet to him that they want him to say. So I figured that'd be fun to do this here as well. So, um, if you guys like the idea, you know, let me know. If you guys don't like the idea, that's fine. I just don't tell that dude. I don't want him to sue me. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Five minutes left. Or what are we going to talk about for the last five minutes? Uh, let's, swip, let's go ahead and swing on over to Yahoo and see what they're talking about. I'm sure it will be interesting. Yahoo is the source of all news. <laughs> you know, I don't need Yahoo news. So I know what we're talking about for the last five minutes. I'm going to talk about Kentucky Fried Chicken. We had Kentucky Fried Chicken for uh, lunch today. Um, it's not something that we have that often, and it was surprisingly good. Uh, my wife had um, a bucket of the crispy uh, chicken. She got drums and thighs because she prefers that. Excuse me. That's right, guys. She likes the dark meat. So, um, and I got a, uh, like a five piece, uh, extra crispy uh, chicken tenders, which was kind of a disappointment. The chicken tenders were just fine, but we got it delivered. So by the time it got to us, the uh, chicken tenders were not the extra crispy. Uh, that's the problem with carry out food. And it's actually kind of how I, uh, try to mold my food ordering, uh, because anything that you order nowadays, by the time it gets to you, any, if it was supposed to be crispy, it is not crispy anymore. You know, the, the heat from the food produces moisture and it kind of gets everything damp. Um, and the juicer asked, I get the mashed potatoes. Yes, I got the mashed potatoes. I don't know why I got the mashed potatoes. They don't even taste that great, but for some reason I like them. It's got a, you know, they have, they have a specific taste that, you, uh, that only, uh, KFC mashed potatoes has. Um, I got the, their five piece chicken tenders, uh, which came with, uh, mashed potatoes and gravy, uh, a biscuit. Uh, it came with some fries, which I gave to my wife cause I didn't want them. 
Um, <laughs> and then I got a lemonade because I drink water for like 99% of my uh, drinking uh, thing. So uh, whenever I get like a, a treat like that, like a lemonade or I actually drink a Coke or it's a special occasion for me because it happens like one, maybe once a month. Um, and that's how I treat those sort of things. Um, I definitely, I, I definitely can't have pop on a regular basis. Uh, I quit drinking pop fucking several years ago, uh, because the, as you guys know, I work at a country club for my other job. And one of the perks there is, uh, since it's a restaurant is, you know, free unlimited pop. And I knew free unlimited pop was just a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> I mean, not even from a weight thing, cause I'm a skinny guy. I just knew it'd be super duper unhealthy and I can't really do anything in moderation. So it was either drink all the pop in the world or not drink pop at all. So I decided to not drink pop at all. All right. Is Fago technically pop? It is pop. pop um, several fla flavors of Fago are actually not bad, really. Um, I'm not a huge Fago fan, uh, but because uh, it always tastes poor to me. <laughs> no, not poorly. It tasted of poor because it's such a cheap brand. That's, what, that's why Fago is, is popular because, you know, it's like 99 cents for a two liter. Um, Plus, I got some interesting uh, flavors. I got some sort of pineapple one that I, I really miss. I haven't drank one of those in a long time. Um, now, the one that I really miss, I don't know if I have the name of it right. It's called Town Country. I don't know if it was a regional, national, or whatever, whatever it was. It was a business, and I remember this very vaguely from being a kid. My, my Our parents would take us there. It was a business where you go in and with your old bottles uh give them your old bottles back and then you would pick out like new ones and like they had like a whole bunch of different flavors and then you know they let us kids pick a couple of different ones um town club thank you sly dog town club and you know and then you bring back like a case or two and you, you know it was and you always exchanged the bottles back and forth and i remember those very fondly when i was a kid because they had all kinds of different flavors that you'd never had before um Sly Dog says, I know everything about party, party stores. That was, but that was a specific place, wasn't it, Sly? I mean, it wasn't just, it was a, um, it was, a, it wasn't, it wasn't a party store in the traditional sense where it had like a whole bunch of other uh, pops there or, or beer or liquor. It was just a town club store. That's all it sold, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Anyways, I, those are I remember very fondly, and I'm gonna have to like do Google that shit when I get off here and go on go on a little uh, internet journey and see if they still do that anyplace because I want me a town club. I really do now. <laughs> uh, I'll report to you guys tomorrow and find out uh, when I find out uh, what I find out. Uh, by tomorrow, I mean six o'clock because that's when we will be back doing this shit all over again. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army for hanging out with me. Uh, anybody new, I appreciate you guys showing up. Uh, hopefully, you'll show up tomorrow as well. Uh, until then, I'm Passive J. Shit, you guys have yourself a great day. Theme tune for the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. I. Wild. E. Chat. Yeah.